Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Genuinely, if someone hit me, I'd be like, ow. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Boundary. Let me. No, literally. Two seconds. That is not acceptable. I'm not going to part with that. Physical violence is not okay. <laughs> Ouch. I'm going to need you to apologize. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm getting you cancelled. <laughs> and when they apologize, you didn't mean it. You just said that because you didn't want to be cancelled. <laughs> be like, I can actually recommend some Netflix show called Explain yeah. and it will thoroughly break down what an apology actually means <laughs> and how to apologize properly. <laughs> Until then, X blocks. <laughs> That's exactly. No, I can't imagine balling my face. I even think about my nails and I'm like, I'd pierce my palms. Yeah. <laughs> my poor palms. <laughs> Yo, 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 what's poppin'? Wow, what coincidence? What? Poppin'. Oh my goodness. <laughs> boo, boo, please pass mine. <laughs> Do you know my friend went to go see um, Chris Brown on Valentine's Day? And I was like, babes, it's not Halloween. Why you dance with the devil? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead. On the dead. day of love, you chose you to celebrate to with devil? this man. He said it's not Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Of all, all people The fact that he did a concert On Valentine's Day Was ridiculous mm. He's a slimy snake Yeah <laughs> I feel like we just Jumped straight into yeah, it Yeah no Let's not go there Just yet <laughs> We're coming for you We're coming back CB. We're coming back We're on our way We're going to give Like a really balanced view So this is one for the fans <laughs> And dops Before people tune out Straight away Sure sure there's sure, a lot sure. of people At that concert That I didn't know Would go well, I feel like was Everyone was there Yeah Yeah I don't People, let's talk about it after. Let's yeah. talk about it after. Let's put it on ice. Um, how are you? Oh, sorry. You know, I've realized we don't do intros anymore. Yeah, I thought that last week. It's been a minute. <laughs> uh, and also, we always say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we will never be used to we will never. We'll never give the introduction. Come on, guys. Just read the bio, man. Yeah. It says who we are. <laughs> I'm Fuller. And I'm Rakia. And welcome back to episode 61, 61 of Wait, Wait Am I Toxic? We have done it in ages. I know. It doesn't feel as weird as it once did. Yeah. I just feel really perfect doing it, but now I'm just like, it's part of the brand. Take me as I am. It's part of the brand. Yeah. How's it going? Um, Right now, pretty terrible. I've just, <laughs> oh, since yeah. I've arrived to the studio, I've literally, I've got period pains, but mm. they're so intense. It's like, you know, the shooting pain up your bum. Yep. It feels like someone's put a shank up there and it's like yeah. dagger in your ass with Pop a shank. A in yeah. your ass. I wonder what it is though. I, like I read know. up on it. Yeah. Yeah. Shock. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm sure you know. I read up on it and it's something to do with like your brain sending signals to your, I guess, your bum. Yeah. To like contract. So like it's oh. like the, the muscles get confused. I forget exactly what it is, but it's like. Contractions that are c- connected to your anal tract. 
That was awful. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a confusion thing. It's not supposed to happen, but your brain is like, Bleh. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. Because you I, always think, why your bum? Yeah, yeah. It's awful. I feel like the amount of times I'm sat down, I'm like, yeah. I have yeah. to hold it until it eventually goes. Yeah. And then you're like, then you have like trust issues. And you're like, it's is crazy. It, yeah. It's going to go or not. I genuinely feel like I'm going to shit myself. It's because everything's connected back there, isn't it? Like, yeah. your bum hole is literally one <laughs> centimeter from your vagina. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess wires are crossed. Um, but yeah, it really hurts. Before that, I was fine. <laughs> Do you know what? But yeah, I've had... How's my week been? I've had a really active week. Like... <laughs> I've been thinking that If anybody knew What I've done this week They'd be concerned about Yeah what me. have you done? I've been doing too much Like I've been Obviously working Yeah Um, But I've been playing sports Like every single day So <laughs> Monday I played netball Tuesday I went to spin Yeah Spin is awful Spin I love I love it's spin It's horrible I can imagine you being Really good at spin actually I really like yeah, it Those yeah. legs It's Honestly That's where all my strength goes I really enjoy spin. <laughs> Wait, Wednesday I did weights. Thursday I went to a weights hit oh class. Oh my gosh! Friday I went to another spin class, and today's Saturday. Rest day. Today's rest day. Okay. And tomorrow I'm resting as well, and I'm gonna cheat tomorrow. I'm gonna good, good. Um, and all obviously in between that I've been doing the most. Like I feel I've been working basically two jobs, like my day job mm. and my side new hustle. Hustle business thing that I'm doing um, And yeah It's just It's just been crazy The thing is It's felt really good mm-hmm. It's felt like I felt like a boss bitch Energised Like I can do anything I feel like especially When you go to classes And I feel like you've been Going to classes of quality as yes, well Yes exactly so it's like a proper yeah. It's a lifestyle It is It's yeah. proper felt like It's a lifestyle <laughs> Um, coffee after? Not had a coffee. No coffee. I've had. I've gone to like Soho House. I had a cuppa, like a herbal tea, and you know I was really proud of myself. One day I was at Soho House this week, mm. and they were doing free cocktails. Free? And I said, no, F-R-E-E. thank you. Yeah. Wow. I said no, thank you. Return to sender. <laughs> oh I was so proud of myself. Well done. Yeah, it's not like. Why is it free? Just no, because. Just, yeah. And they said they're doing it every day or something like that. I was like, I won't be back tomorrow then. <laughs> Because I don't need temptation wow. in my life right now. Yeah. Do you know I constantly fiend for a cocktail? It's actually shocking. I think I said this even last year. I was like, I really want a cocktail. I feel like you don't, you don't often have them. No, I don't have and them. And you don't have good ones as well. No. When you do. But like, I want them, but then I don't get them. You know what we need? A spot that's like good for cocktails. Yeah. So like when you fancy a cocktail, it's like, do you know what? Let's just I'm go to... there. Yeah. It's, it's true, always good actually. to have one of those. I went to, um, where did the bad bees go? Lockham. Lockham? Lockham? The shisha bits. Lockham? No, Lockham, I think. Yeah, the sh- is it shisha? They oh, might do shisha. shisha. I don't know. I had a really nice lychee uh, martini there. Love a lychee martini. really nice. Really I nice. think that's my favourite cocktail. Is it? And a margarita. What's, yeah, what's, your, margarita. what's yours? Oh, I do. <laughs> I love a Long Island, you know. <laughs> Just because it's got the most spirits in it. <laughs> You're actually you know? unconscious as fuck. And an old fashioned yeah, tequila, vodka, <laughs> rum. Yeah, that's my favorite. That is I look, I'm like, what has I the most them. alcohol? Yeah, same. Because cocktails feel like a scam. They are. Because it's, it's a sugary juice. drink. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, might as well get the most out of it. This is why I like margaritas. Yeah. It's just like tequila shake. It's tequila based cocktails. Yeah. And martinis, they're good. When you put ice in a cocktail, forget it. Forget it, yeah. Forget Do you know it. sometimes, even when I go, um, well, burger and lobster, um, they come to mind. 
I always say no ice, you know. Yeah. They fill up the whole thing with, with ice. It's yeah. so annoying. Give me my drink. Um, but yeah, I need to stop going out because every time I go out, I get wine or prosecco because I like that too. Yeah, same. But yeah. maybe I should get prosecco and cocktails. Oh, you're saying you never allow yourself the cocktails because no, you always have wine. I'm always prosecco. like, yeah, wine. And it's cost efficient. The wine and yeah. the prosecco is cost efficient. <laughs> I'm planning to have a bottle of prosecco tomorrow. Oh, a bottle? Yeah. <laughs> You got work on Monday? Exactly. That's what you do in the daytime. Straight after church. <laughs> get smashed. <laughs> By the time you get home and you prepare for the next day sober. Sunday is one of my favorite days no, to get drunk on, in the daytime. Yes. Yeah, Genuinely, true. straight after church. Well, remember that day that we had? <laughs> Me and great Follow day, too far. It was a great day. So we had church. I was even tired when we was yes. at church. <laughs> then we went to, had a bottomless brunch at the grind. Yeah. Then we went to your brother's. Yeah. And we just had, had so more drinks. drinks. Yeah. And then I had to edit the podcast. Yeah. I, I remember so getting therapy. home and like, I don't fall asleep randomly. It's not what I do. Yeah. I'm too anxious. I've lived it, grew up in the hood. Like, yeah. you don't fall asleep anywhere. I'm anyway, so dead. I fell asleep sitting up. And I woke up in a panic. I was like, oh my God, it's 3 a.m. Yeah. The episode drops at 7. I haven't, I haven't done it. Like, yeah. even the title, I was thinking, what the what hell do I, do I call it? <laughs> Honestly, when you hear those episodes, yeah, that you know how in the beginning we do the whole like little snippet. Yeah. When you hear episode no snippet, yeah, know what's know. happened. <laughs> because that means that I was up at 3 a.m. drunk. Yeah. It happened to me once that I fell asleep. <laughs> and I woke, yeah, I woke up in a proper anxious panic. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And it's like, it's not even a thing of, oh, I need to quickly hit send. You have to edit. You have to something edit it, yeah. At 3 a.m. And listen. And I don't I don't want to listen to my I voice. don't want to hear my voice at 3 a.m. I want to sleep. That is oh, so God, funny. yeah. But no, you've had a good week. I have. That's good. Yeah. No, it's yeah. good to be active. I feel like it really. And I, do you know what? I really love um, group workouts. Mm, I think they're fantastic. Same. Yeah. I'm really in the mode of everyone else. That's what I've needed because I'm so bored of gym at the moment. Mm. Like, Ugh, gym is just so repetitive and people are there are annoying sometimes. Mm. And I like re- privacy when I work out a lot of the time. Yeah. Like if I could get a studio to myself. Ooh, That'll be grand. Key. Do you wear a cap? Nah. A cap? My hair's often not allowing. Doesn't what about allow the, for a cap. I think we mentioned it before, the Ivy Park one. <laughs> Ricky, yeah, please. I don't think back. I can do really? it. No. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I can do it. Have you seen the girls it. at the gym? Because I've joined gym recently as well. And when they have the caps, I'm like, you look like that girl. Yes, you do. And it's like, I can't really see you and just get your head done and you're just doing what yeah. you're doing. The thing I is, I sweat vibe. too much for a cap as well, though. I'd have That's to wash true. it daily. That's true. So, yeah, it's a bit long. But yeah, the mm. classes have been great revival. Because with how uninspired I'm feeling, I'm bored. I just need to go somewhere and be like, do this, do that. And it's like, yeah. you can't stop. You're just... Following yeah. instructions. The weights class that I did, game changer. Because I lift now and yeah. lifting by yourself is good, but it's good to have a class with the momentum. It's like, we've got two more sets and yeah. we've got 20 seconds yeah. to do it. So. Is it mixed as well? Is it mixed yeah, it's mixed. Oh. Yeah. I like working out with men sometimes. Yeah, well. same. I they, mean, um, they go in. Everyone I've been working out with has been like a skinny white woman or man. I found that interesting. Oh. Like, really? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a throwback for me to only... In the fitness space, only see white people. I guess I feel like black people were very fit, but these places that I've been going, I'm quite surprised. I guess you're going to bougie places. Yeah, but black people do bougie too. They do, but I do feel like fitness is very still catered, I guess, to a certain crowd. And I guess obviously So House like diversifying like everything, but it's still predominantly white people. I've not gone to So House. Oh, I thought you were going to close class at So House. No, no. Oh, I don't know then. Yeah. Quite invalid. It's <laughs> 
But they are bougie, the places. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's been giving me the ick a little bit because everyone, body type wise, I've been looking around like, wow, so interesting. Like, I'm probably the biggest here. Oh. And it's not even biggest in the sense of like fat, it's biggest in my bones. Okay, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. my bones, just structure my is just structure different. is just so different yeah. to yours. Yeah. That's so funny. I went to a class last week and I wasn't necessarily the biggest, but I was definitely the youngest. And there were literally old people put me to shame. And I was so embarrassed. Wow. I was so unfit in that class. And there's a woman like 60, like doing burpees, put me to shame. The thing is, it's not my age. When I left that place, I was like, this will never be me again. (laughs) I did did have cake when I got home though. Cake? cake, I'm so dead. Terrible times. Um, (laughs) Balance. Love is all about balance. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But um, old people, they're put you to shame sometimes, you know. And my goal in this life is to be a fit old person. Because they're consistent. They though. are so consistent. They're consistent. And they look fantastic. They maintain <laughs> their youth. And I always have a lecture with myself where I'm like, if you're not that babe now, like how the hell are you gonna become her at 60? Yeah. You've got to it's start not gonna happen. now. But do you know what? You have been consistently working out for years. Yeah, yeah. You do. I haven't like, actually never ever stopped working out. No, you don't. I don't think I'll stop, but I'm more mean like basically, I don't know. My weakness is actually alcohol. Because I don't eat unclean or like no, crazy. You don't. Recently, I've been actually binging a lot. Like, I've, I've developed a really bad relationship. No, yeah. Really? Like, actually, I've developed a really unhealthy relationship with food because I was in a bad place. Yeah. Um, and now, obviously, that's not often for me. But normally, I don't have crazy no, you don't. meals. You don't. But alcohol, when I'm out, I'm always drinking. Well, of course, you know, tackle the drinking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've stopped now. I don't that's think that's a problem. <gasps> it is. My belly people, says otherwise. But old people drink. No, no, but not as often. <laughs> clearly, not as often as me. Because my belly has become, and it happens to me. Really? Like in Colombia, this happened to me as well. There was a season that, because I, when you are just out every day, yeah, and you're you drinking drink. every day, my belly became a pot, like a proper pot. I guess drinking is cal- calories, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well? and it goes straight to your stomach. Yeah. So I cut out alcohol for a while, Good. and I was the fittest and slimmest I ever was. So I've realized that. It's either I keep going on this cycle of like binge drink yeah. and then fitness yeah. or I just balance it out and drink less through the week and yeah. then I never get a pot belly. That's true. Do you know how many units you drink? I never understand units. <laughs> <laughs> you know, always say like They will admit me to, to rehab if I knew how many really? cal- not calories, units because I think like Everyone lies anyway. The units thing I, I don't could, even get If I it. was to count it Then yeah It would be mad Because I think One glass of wine Is like two units And you're supposed to have Maybe three Or four. Oh, I have like 25 units Per it's session It's so silly anyway And I think it varies From country to country silly. How can you say It's so silly, <laughs> it's so silly. I don't think it is Just have a drink I'm so dead No don't encourage me boy. So yeah <laughs> My new rule is Once a week drinking So if I'm out yeah. On the weekend Every day I've got to pick Which night it is that I'm having but do you a bevy Because I think for me I'll just make up for that whole week in one day Or even make up for a whole month in one day What What do you mean? My units of drinking As in you'll binge that much? Yeah, like I'll Have bad <laughs> drinks Because like, I don't drink often Like right. I can probably drink once a month Like this month I don't think I've drunk at all Maybe, maybe I have or whatever But I'll make up I'll excessively drink in that one session. Well, well you're better than me because I would do that five times a <laughs> okay. week. That's the problem. If I'm out and I'm socializing, yeah. it's like, should we get a bottle of wine? Yeah, dinner? Should we get a bottle of, should we get a bottle of, next thing you know, you're splashed every day. It's not good. It's a lifestyle. It probably is a lifestyle, no, but stop. it comes at a major cost. Yeah, let me not encourage that. Yeah, no. Oh, so yeah, no more drinking for me. So funny. Until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
So I'm having my one bottle. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Generally, it's yeah, my, the way my belly inflates with alcohol. Anyway, how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm not good. Well, I'm a, I'm okay, but I'm not good. So, um, the family member that I mentioned a couple weeks ago or a month ago, whatever, had passed away. Mm. So we had the funeral on. Sorry, I feel like I'm really nervous. Um, no, don't worry. Take your time. Wednesday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was incredibly hard. Yeah. And I feel like I can still feel like uh, the grief in my body. Of course. Like, I feel ex- like constantly exhausted. Like yeah. I'm so tired. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm going back to work on Monday. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it's really hard. Um, I've never had to go to a funeral of like a 70, like a child before. Mm. Um. Like I've never been in a funeral car before yeah. or like I had to witness any. Like I've never been so close to the front. Like yeah. I just, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a it's whole... just a whole different experience of like when you go to a funeral, sometimes you attend and you're in support of somebody else mm. and like you have to be that strong person. But it was difficult to try and, I don't know, hold it up whilst feeling so much pain. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's been, it's been a difficult time. I think kind of her character has kind of given me strength in a way and mm. it's made me think about like some parts of my life about like using my voice and being comfortable in who I am mm. um, I'll probably explain that more at a later date I feel like I'm still working through it of course I'm still yeah. trying to understand what it means to me but um, yeah no it's been a really like a horrific past couple of weeks yeah. if I'm honest yeah Um, but I'm really just trying to trust the process yeah yeah and trust that like this and I do, I've kind of even feel like a changed person already mm. in a weird way. Um, so yeah, trust in the process and I guess just going through the waves of grief. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm I'm okay and then sometimes I'm not. Yeah. Um, been struggling a lot with like sleep at the moment as well, which is hard. Yeah. It's funny because I'm so exhausted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that makes sense. I find depression really interesting how like you struggle to sleep through the night, but like through the day. All you want to do is like sleep and you'll have naps and then like mm. guilty naps. Do you have experienced that before? Um, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Not not much. You know, I, I have a thing with naps, I actively avoid them. They yeah, I don't like icky. them either. Yeah. yeah, they're horrible. Yeah. But I'm so tired that I that have you have to. no choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's insomnia, yeah. Yeah, it's so it's really interesting. I think it's a mental thing of like, I guess when your body is supposed to rest, mm. your body, your mind doesn't want you to yeah. because it's anxious. But then by the time the day comes, you're exhausted because yeah. you didn't rest. Yeah, so it's you true. just I'm yeah. such a baby as well. I actually need like eight hours sleep. That's not a baby. That's the, the recommended amount yeah, of adults. Yeah, recommended. <laughs> but if I don't have eight hours and I'm like so tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good. That means your body's good. regulated. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, well done, honestly. Yeah. Like you're doing a fantastic job, first of all, of coping. Mm. Even the fact that you're here right now. Yeah, I had like, to show up. Well done. Well, <laughs> even this week I was thinking, can I do? I was like, shall I message follow and be like, not sure. I mean, you, but I just you could have, yeah, yeah. I know. yeah. But um, yeah, want to show up and show out, and also like with the kind of character that she would, she wouldn't want that as well. Mm, um, that goes a long way. It's like keep it pushing. She um, because she knew she was gonna pass. She like wrote a surprise letter to her mom, which is really cute. So yeah. And she was like, I love you. And like, I just don't want you to be sad. Um, I know, honestly, so sweet. like breaks my heart, but in a, in a nice way. Yeah. Um, 
liked him. That's kind of not what her character was. Like, yeah. he's sad. But obviously, you're sad, isn't it? It's, like, it's so hard because, <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that where it's like, I want to honor your spirit and your mm. character and I want to do what you would want me to do. But sorry, I miss you. I'm and like, sad. I'm really yeah. sad that you're not here. Yeah. So you just have to allow yourself to feel the feels. I feel like you're doing a really good job you. of allowing yourself to yeah. feel and like energizing, like when you feel something going with it. Because mm. I think sometimes when you feel good, you can feel a bit of guilt for feeling good and you yeah. kind of feel like, no, I'm in mourning mode. But I feel like you're doing a good job of like, when you feel good, run with it. Like even yeah, the fact that yeah. you're able to do things like working out when you're feeling oh yeah you're tired. I worked out at three m the other day. Yes, yeah, I like, was late. I was crying. I was like, "All right, session done. Um, work out." Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> good that you're able to. Then do I cried that. again. And it was just yeah. Let yourself go through the. Mo- I think it's just important to l- listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I say this having been the person who. When I was mourning, signed up to a half marathon <laughs> in five minutes. Like, it's important to just sit in yeah. it, rest, allow yourself to feel the feels. You're not wrong for feeling them. Mm. There's a very valid reason. Yeah. So, you know, depression can be uncomfortable when it's like, is it a mental health thing? This is like, you've had a really traumatic yeah. event happen in your life. I'm glad that you're listening to yourself and mm. allowing yourself to have balance. Yeah. That's always what I try to achieve, to be honest. I don't like to... I do... I do, you know, engage in a bit of sadness, but then equally, I do try to activate where I can. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. even the other day, I was walking around my flat and I was like, you're taking it too far now. Mm. It's kind of like, are you low-key happy about it? Not, sorry, not the death. God forbid. Hey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know what you mean. I not know what that, you mean. But it's like, do you know when like you get a takeaway and like you spread it across the and counter? And you indulge. And you leave the, yeah, the wrappers and I'm yeah. like, Sadness. Yeah, and it's like, all right, come on. Now. Just, you didn't have to do all that. You're indulging it a bit too like, much. I remember one time, uh, I think it was last year. I was depressed, and I had chicken and chips, and like I put the plate underneath the bed, and I thought, too take far. It out, take it out of the fucking too bed, far. man. What are you doing? You're trying to chicken live up to bones. the stereotype of like, I don't, I can't even lift a finger. <laughs> don't clean my room. Rubbish on my floor. No, I was taking it too far. I was like, just pick it up, man. I mean, that's a real thing. But if you mentally feel like you can, yeah. then. Do yeah, it. Exactly. yeah, I could pick it up and I did. Mm. I was taking it too far. But yeah, apart from that, we move, we try, um, and yeah. Well done. I'm proud of you. Thank you very much. Thank Don't you feel thanks anxious. for the card. No worries. I walked towards fun and I was like, whose birthday is it? I didn't even know what you were talking about because I was thinking, <laughs> I don't know, whose birthday is it? I forgot that I had it in my Everybody's bloody birthday. Really? In February. What month is it? Oh, February. Yeah, yeah, I feel like every day is like, happy birthday, happy birthday. Yeah. I've stopped saying happy birthday to people though. Oh, to be fair, it's long. <laughs> it's really long. Yeah. Yeah. You know when you, and everyone says like when you get to your 30s, you start caring less. Yeah. I can see it happening. Okay. Like, you know, I've just, I just flick through people's stories and just don't say anything anymore. <laughs> like, I would feel so Same. much guilt. I would even like go back to the first story and act like I'm just replying to that one. Mm. I've just seen it. But now I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Hopefully you just put up a post and I'm going to say happy birthday. And then I can say happy yeah. birthday on that. Yeah. I can't yeah, be yeah. If we're not that close, then why are you expecting anything from me anyway? Baby. It's true. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, happy birthday for real. Yeah, happy birthday. I, actually, I genuinely... From my heart. Yeah. yeah. Like, in my heart and head, I genuinely wish everyone a happy birthday. <laughs> when I see those posts, I'm like, I hope she has happy a lovely birthday. day. <laughs> but to say it... So long. I don't like replies as well. I've considered turning off... I didn't want to say this out loud because I, I like people replying to my Same. story, but I also feel like, don't. <laughs> but... 
Yeah, Insta replies. My <laughs> DMs are always full because I'm like, I can't reply yeah. to all of these. Do you know what I've been doing? Is, oh my God, I've been so Gen Z. Obviously, you've seen it because you're my close friends. So I've reduced my close friends to about like five, seven people. And I feel like with me, when I'm not in a good space, I kind of go ghost. Mm. So I'm done the Gen Z thing of like updating people my Instagram story. <laughs> I know it's a little bit embarrassed because it's like, so I think last week I put up one and I was like, hi guys, I'm okay, but I'm not okay. Um, just want to let you know, no one responds to this. <laughs> no one responds. No one responds. I was probably like, like, okay. <laughs> I was actually so embarrassed. Oh, so I thought, oh, I just want to put like a the announcement thing is, out it's there. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, the priority is like knowing they're all right. So it's like, what? <laughs> At least she told us. <laughs> I was so, and then I thought, should I turn off the messaging thing? Like, so people can't message me back and I was thinking, too that far. just looks too <laughs> So auntie. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, raw. She's turned it off. So you know, like I genuinely mean it. Like, guys, I'm actually fine. But you know, individual messages sometimes they, it's a lot, they yeah. pile up, and I'm like, I'm actually fine, but yeah. I can't talk right now. Yeah, I'm a complicated soul when it comes to check-ins. I'm not good at at check-ins. Like, when, I really hate when people ask me how am I. Yeah, it's like, but I also oh, don't. It's yeah, because yeah. like, what do I say? Yeah, but then I also do like check-ins. So it's almost like there's a technique yeah. that you need to have to approach me for a check-in. <laughs> I don't, I obviously I'm not going to school anyone because that's just bratish. But genuinely, I'm like, I wish you just checked in like this. Because <laughs> how are you? It's like, ugh. but I do get that you just have to ask. How are you? Yeah, how are you? What else can you say? Imagine you just sent me a meme. I'm mid-tears. Like, it's, you just never know what you're going to get. A couple of months ago, um, a guy messaged me saying, I hope, I hope today you're smiling, you're feeling better. And I messaged back, I was like, not being funny. I don't receive support that way. Blah, 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 blah. When my period had ended, I said, I'm so sorry. So about that. sorry. I'm so sorry. But at the time, I was thinking, what do you mean? I hope you found a reason to smile. <laughs> Go yeah. away. But you, <laughs> you know, you really have to, with that sort of thing, you have to take a minute away. Yeah. And get back to, okay, cool. What's their intention? Because <laughs> it is annoying. Because it's giving, um, <laughs> You know, like books, a book of nice things to say to people. Yes. It's like, uh, let me go from 57 today. <laughs> Hope you found a reason to smile. <laughs> it's like, it's so annoying. Do you actually mean that? Yeah, like, <laughs> but I'm sad. So yeah. No, no I haven't found a reason smile. to smile. <laughs> it's so annoying. But no, it's true. The intention is The intention is, is well. important. Because to find the right words, it's, it's so hard. hard. It's yeah. Hard. Even with like um, grief and stuff, people just... you. There's nothing you can say apart from the generic thing of like, yeah. if you need anything, let, let me know. know. And have you praying eaten you. and yeah. praying for you? Like it's it's incredibly hard, and I completely get it. There are no words yeah. when you're when you're dealing with a certain level of trauma or sadness. Mm-hmm. Nothing's gonna fix it. Like what would help is yeah. her coming back. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Exactly. Like words yeah. are just never gonna cut it. But obviously, this is why you have to kind of get back to like, what's the intention? Here? Mm-hmm. The intention is to say, I'm thinking of you. I do care about you. I'm yeah. very sad that you're sad. Just to share the load a little bit, I guess. Um, and I guess an opener. Because I think at times like that, it's really this. It's really hard to communicate with the person normally. So you yeah. kind of need an opener. Yeah. Where, and allow an opportunity for them to take control of the narrative. That's true. Like you have to put, it's almost like putting a feeler out. Because... I can't just come and be like, good morning. <laughs> you might be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and I don't like statements as well. Like, I hope you're feeling better. It's like... Because I don't know. I don't have a response to that. Yeah, because I'm just going to say thanks, thanks. Or yeah. Like, maybe I'm not, but I'm not yeah. going to come back and be like, no, I'm well, not actually. Well, actually, I'm not. 
Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's you hard. can never get it right because if they said, yeah. how are you? It's also like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You just have to read everything as like intention. Yeah. Forget what the actual words are. What's yeah. the intention here? Exactly. That's very true. I learned that myself because yeah I've obviously I've been through this and I was mm. literally just like everyone is dumb yeah. <laughs> everyone is stupid yeah. and doesn't know how to deal with anything and I really like I learned a lot in the sense of like I didn't realize how few people have dealt with grief mm. um and also I guess no matter how many times you've dealt with grief everyone's gonna have a different recipe yeah and and need a different type of yeah, approach that's so, very true because I, I thought that the way that I liked to be approached would work for other people, but like mm. for other people it would be, it's, it's just, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's so um, true. It's so difficult. I think even quite, um, I was saying, or was thinking about, sorry, like how things are culturally quite different as well. Mm. So the experience that I experienced of the funeral on Wednesday is very different from the, the funerals that I'd attended to previously. And they're mainly like black people. Mm-hmm. So my family, this is my white side of the family. Um, so yeah, even the way that like, we were supporting the the mum was very different to how I've seen other people. So I've, the one I'm, I'm referencing in my head was a Ghanaian yeah. who had passed away and yeah. they were very like community kind of focused and they kind of like, it was very much around the mum 24-7 whereas yeah. this one, she kind of wanted her space and oh. it was just interesting. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, in like culturally, maybe in, the, in in black culture, it's like you're meant to you have the community. Sometimes even Caribbeans do like nine night and stuff. Like mm. you're constantly around It's a people. community thing, yeah. Yeah, or it's like maybe... For her, she kind of just wanted her space. Mm. You kind of leave her alone and you feel so much guilt. Like, how can I how leave, can I leave you, you while when you're, you're in like grief? This, but yeah, yeah that's, just, that's just how it is. Yeah. Not every white person, of course, but just culturally, yeah. I found um, it really interesting yeah, how yeah. things were different. Maybe at a later stage, I'll discuss it more. It feels a bit insensitive at the moment. Yeah, I get you. But um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, should we move on to the toxic thought? Do you have anything else to say? Um, I feel like we got lost in no, that conversation. Ma'am. No, no, I know, I know. Final words. Literally, I was thinking, God, I've got ten seconds to think. No, I don't have anything else to say. Right. So our toxic thought this week is not a submission. It's just a discussion about the word in the streets. Mm. A word, a, a very stupid word that's out on the curb at the moment. <laughs> we discussed it recently. So. I've realized we're really hot on abusive men at the moment. We are. And there was a point that I was like, like when I thought about the fact that we're going to talk about Chris Brown today, I was like, people aren't going to want to hear this. Like all this, the everyday abusive men. But then I was like, sorry, this is a real motherfucking It's real, issue. yeah. It's thriving. So if we, even if this was an abusive man podcast and we discussed it every single week, well, that would be valid. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we no We actually regrets. cover a lot of topics. We do. In general on this pod, yeah. Yeah, but I, I find myself torn between like, what would the people want to hear and what do I think is important? And I'm like, it should always be what Beth, we think is important. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so yeah, everyone who doesn't live under a rock should know <laughs> That to be fair, maybe maybe you might not know. I kind of had to dig to find out. But Chris Brown has is back on the internet chatting shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the debacle started where <laughs> the three LD, three LD, you know, three LW babe. The oh, do you okay. remember three LW? Yes, I remember them. The no light skinned or mixed. I can't. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Those two light skinned ones. I don't know what they look like. I <laughs> There's the dark skin. There's Notori. Notori. The one from Power. The black babe. Yeah. Um, she was in... Um, Power, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Um, what are we talking about? What's that group? 3LW. 3LW? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And then there's the mixed race one. <clears throat> the light-skinned one. You know, I was I was tempted to say Adrian Bylon, but she was in... She, she was, was in 3LW. She was in Cheetah Girls. No, and... I swear she wasn't. Maybe she was in 3LW. 
What's the light skinned one? She said something else to confuse my brain. Was she three RW? I'm gonna lose it. No way. Who's the mixed, uh, lightest one? No more. I think she was. She was. She was. She was. She, she was. was. Wasn't she, she was. Yeah. It was she and girls. girls. I just wanna know. She did that bit. Yeah. She was. It was we Adrian Bailon. I'm gonna feel so stupid if we got this wrong because <laughs> we're gonna right. really progress with this conversation <laughs> on this basis. <laughs> Anyway, she's a side point. <laughs> then there's the third babe that everyone trolls for having a gap in her teeth. Wow. Do you remember? Her? Wow. Okay. So mm. the third babe, I wish I remembered her name. Keely. Keely. Yes, I'm so glad I remembered because I did not want to spend the whole podcast saying the one with the gap teeth. Um, <laughs> Keely. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's her name. She was on the internet and basically, you know, Chloe from Chloe and Halle. Yeah. They, she's got a new song coming out. February 24th. Don't know why I'm promoting it. Um, with Chris Brown. <laughs> oh. And then 3OW Keely yeah. quote tweets and basically slams Chris Brown like he has, uh, he's basically climbing on the backs of black women to repair his image and black Ooh. women are the people that he's abused. Like he's a domestic, this is a domestic violence thing. He's an abuser. Yep. Um, she's not here for it. She feels sick. I don't remember the wording, but that was what wow. she said. Wow. Wow. He then took to the internet, onto Instagram, <laughs> and basically cussed her out. Um, your Shock. career is tired. Yeah. Um, you're trying to stay relevant. He was posting memes of her saying, promises, you know, people always troll that big. Okay. Because she has a lisp. And that's the thing. So he posted memes of her with that. He's just cussing her out. Yeah. And... So the internet has been torn basically And now it started a conversation around like The conversation kind of already happened before all of this But mm. around Should you go to Chris Brown's concert and, You know okay. Supporting a domestic A domestic Why do I keep saying that? An abuser mm-hmm. um, And the conversation has just become a lot hotter now Because a lot of people are coming forward and saying Get over it So one of the things yeah, that Chris Brown said yeah. Was I was 17 year old, 17 years old. I why aren't people it over it? When he was, when he was 17. Yeah. I yeah. remember they were young. Yeah. Why aren't people getting over it? There are people out here. I don't know if you've heard of Blueface and Krishan. I don't know how to say their names. I just see them on the internet. <laughs> no. Blueface, I know that one, but Krishan. Krishan. Yeah. His babe. Everybody should know who that is. They're an abusive couple. Like they're both in a very violent okay. relationship. He beats her, she fights back. Um, and they're constantly posting like Crazy videos of them arguing or fighting or whatever. Mm, and it's like, horrible. people have just accepted that it is what it yeah. is. So he was like, um, so Chris this Brown's is, inter- yeah, he's yeah. saying, these are entertainment to you. And like, no, nobody cares about this, but when it's me and, and that kind of thing. Um, he said, no one's calling out all of these um, other people. white yeah, celebs. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mel Gibson, apparently, who date underage girls or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I don't know, or beat... Beat their wives, he said. Um, even there was a point that he said some, the quote was something like, beating up bitches. And I thought, <laughs> well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. He said something like that. I thought, what? Still on brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why is no one pulling up all these other people who do horrible things and no one's getting over the fact that I'm 17? I was 17 and I, I made a mistake, is how we put it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been really shocked at how many people have actually. Been siding with him in a sense. I saw somebody tweet saying, "Good on Chris Brown for biting back because you guys stay coming for him 
for a mistake that he made and you thought he was never going to bite back, good for him. And that's not that's one of many. Mm. There's so many people. And really interestingly, black women. I've not seen a tweet from anyone yeah, other than a black, black woman. Black women love Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Do you know what? It made me feel really uncomfortable when I saw like him bring up girls on the stage and he was like choking them and like being sexual. And that, obviously there everyone's choosing in their pants. And I'm like, this turns you on. Um, but I guess, do you know what? Everyone's everyone has forgiven him, I guess, and chosen to forget about his wrongdoings. And what people are forgetting is that Rihanna wasn't the only incident that's happened. This is the bit that's been pissing Karuchi me off. has a non-molestation order against him yeah. for his violence Ooh. and punching her in the stomach and yeah. pushing her down the stairs. Yep. And yep. there's been, I don't, I don't really follow the whole he thing. He threatened but, to kill her and yeah, the, that recording was played in court. It's continuous. Yeah. Um, he's I think got he's, several, he's his tour manager as well, I think. Yeah. Um, he's been accused of rape. He's been, he's got a, like several lawsuits against yeah. him for rape, sexual assault yeah. against Different women. Mm. He's been accused by at least two women of rape, mm. and one was drugging. Shocking scenes. Shocking <sighs> scenes. But um, yeah, I just I've I've been quite shocked about the amount of people who have been in support of him loudly as well. Yeah, because I kind of get that whole like that thing of oh, you know, I'm not too passionate about it. I kind of like his music. Let me kind of let go me just for quietly because I guess enjoy, there yeah. are people in my life that I feel like. Even for example, Drake, when he done that horrible lyric about Meg Thee Stallion. I yeah. haven't cancelled Drake. Yeah. Drake gave, I've had a free ticket tomorrow, I would go. So I understand how like, you can't be fully passionate about everything. Yeah. But to openly defend To him, openly Yeah, like, I would never defend Drake. Yeah. He's yeah. done terribly wrong. Yeah. But why are you so... Do you know, I just find it really interesting how... I know that Chris Brown is still abusive because he's so defensive about it. And he's violent in his defense. Yes. <laughs> He's literally attacks people yeah. in such uh, an abusive way yes, yeah. when he's defensive. Yeah. Even making a song about Karuchi, maybe it's like Karuchi. Yeah. And it's like, that's abusive. Women, yeah. It's abusive. That is abusive. Um, I am scared. I'm yeah. scared because people who in everyday life actually have sense mm. really defend this man. And it makes me think about like, what are the layers to this? I refuse to just accept it's just like they just really fucks with his music. Because, like mm. you said, people are actively going actively, out of their yeah. way to defend him. Yeah. So it makes me think about like, I was trying to th- think about this when I was on my way here. Like, is this a black people thing? Is there an example outside of the black community where people really rally for an abuser? I guess there are, yeah. Now I'm saying it like that. I feel like there are, but I think sometimes um, what sorry, I'm thinking out loud here. Yeah, yeah. Forgive me, but I think layered with like the issue of race, and then obviously him being like a perpetrator. Of people are more protective, maybe of him as a black man. They're comparing his crimes as a black man to a crime of like someone who's a white man. So of course he's probably going to be penalized more for his actions because he's a black man, and we understand that doesn't make him not wrong. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know how R. Kelly's been more penalised than, I don't know, um, Harry Wine, Harvey Weinstein yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yes, of course, we get it. Like, we get it. This is but, bad. But that's so <laughs> secondary in the conversation. Yeah. But the reason I started thinking about race in the first place, because I'm not one of those people that's like, everything is a race issue. Mm. But Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch-ch-ch-chumba. Casino. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No It's just like when you when I think about the fact that it's specifically black women mm. who are defending him, I'm like there's actually something going on here. Is it that psychologically we've always it's been affirmed for us throughout our lives that like there's a certain level of harm that we should endure. Mm. So it's not the craziest idea that it, it's almost like we're a bit desensitized to it. Yeah. That a man it is has been and is constantly abusive towards black women. Like yeah. people aren't seeing his people aren't outraged by his response to the three OW yeah. babe. Because it's like so people are saying congratulations, he bit back. Yeah. It's like we're not no, supposed true. to be protected. I think again, thinking out loud, I think boys are socialized to be mean and horrible. Yeah. And they always have. Yeah. So girls, even when you think about like when we're younger, girls are socialized to be nice and kind and sweet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Therefore, men men don't have a place to be that person too. You can't be sweet together. So they kind of they've become they become mean and that's how they kind of socialize with other women. So you know like when we're younger we're taught that like um if a guy fancies you he'll be mean to you, he'll be mm-hmm. horrible to you. Like it's it's kind of what we're used to. That went two ways though. Like girls were mean to boys. But I feel like in response, but it still had to be in a particular way. Yeah. Like, I, I know like, what you're saying. Him, like, yeah. Really mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more like, go away. Yeah. And yeah. Be, like, but then even that was a bit of a facade. Yeah. Even similar to when we think about like sexual assault and stuff like that. Even now, um, even if a girl, there's a confusion in consent because I don't know, a guy might push, push, push and the girl might not want it. And she might be like, oh, I don't want it. And then, but the, it's like teasing, yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's kind of like you're, you're kind of buying back, but you're not really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think yeah, boys are constantly like socialized to to be that way, and we as women, we just have always accepted it. And mm. I think we were so used women in particular as well. I think we want to always give men and black men in particular so much grace because we're trying to be so understanding. It's ridiculous. Because obviously we love her, we love her our own. Yeah. And we, Although they are maybe abusive and violent in some ways, we don't want them to be that way. Yeah. So we're willing to kind of sit down with them and do the work and maybe give him grace. Like, that's why I think people are so obsessed with like him. Oh, he's changed. But he actually hasn't. And it's okay to hold people and accountable. And you're closing your eyes. Like, you're actively maintaining ignorance. Yeah. It, it's, it's unbelievable to me. And it's like, for me, it's, it's, it's so fascinating to see the extent to which people are willing to go because... Mm. Surely, even if you do feel like Chris Brown has changed and you have forgiven him mm. and you want to defend him, it should be coming from a place of like, do you know what? I hear that you haven't, yeah. but I have. So I go to, you know, his concerts, I listen yeah. to his music. But for you to be like, good, he's fighting back. <laughs> like, it's so on, strange. On, in what grounds is it yeah. reasonable for, for him to attack somebody who has a very fair reason to dislike him? Yeah. If you're a reasonable person, you should get that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. let everybody... On hold on their own, like let her say what she has to say, and just don't fuck with her yeah, if you don't want yeah, to. Yeah. But actively coming for her, which is what's happening, and this is a pattern that I'm I always find so fascinating with women and it, black women. It, it it somewhat relates to like being a pick me and stuff like mm. that. But how willing you are to join the fight against yourself? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like you literally actively go out of your way to yeah. affirm things. That say that you are bad You deserve abuse yep. You deserve to be beaten You're worthless in this world And you're less than And do you know what's also very interesting Chris Brown doesn't go for black women No 
He doesn't romantic. want you anyway, he baby. He doesn't even fucking want yeah. you anyway. He's offending him, but he loves Asian. He's shitting on you. In Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you're defending his right to love Asian women and shit on you at the same time. Like, I do not understand it, yeah. and it pisses me off so much. That's I've I've really been taking mental notes, seeing how the 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 type of person who's defending mm. him, and it's all black women. It is all black, women. and I'm like, what's going on here? The even conditioning the shade today, like. They posted something about Chris Brown's kicking off and everybody in the comments were like literally defending him, defending him, defending him. And I think what I find so interesting about him as well, why is he so fixated on being cancelled? He's not cancelled. He's got, he's, he's got sold out concerts. Sold out. That is not someone who is cancelled. That is not cancelled. At all. He's defensive because he knows he's he can't face the fact that he, this yeah. is who he is. Yeah. He hates that. Perpetrators are what? What do they say? Perpetrators are like angry victims. Yeah. So exactly. he's a victim to his own crime and he hasn't, Hasn't acknowledged that Yeah So he's angry Yeah He's gonna continuously be angry Yeah um, And that's yeah Abusers do it all the time They are victims And they know they're victims And they lash out As a result of that Yeah So he's still the broken person That he always has been And always will be mm-hmm. If he continues this journey Yeah um, And he's angry about it That's why he's getting defensive And angry now And dragging other black women Because of it How can Why at your big age Do you know how Casting a lisp <laughs> When I saw the list meme, I was it's like, you're a grown ass man. It's, shocking. it's embarrassing. I it, I just wonder if people know just how damaging and dangerous it is to mm. enable someone like this. Like yeah. someone who is an abuser. And when I say is, I mean is, not was. Yeah. Is an abuser. He's an abusive man till today. Mm. And it's almost like, um, oh my gosh, anyone who's watched The Boys on... Um, Amazon Prime. I just oh, I remembered it. Homelander. So it's a show. It's a really good show. You should watch yeah. it. It's like superheroes gone wrong. Okay, they, they've, I like that concept. Yeah, yeah. They're they're all superheroes. <laughs> they've got superpowers, but they're really like one is has got mummy issues. Mm. The main character has got like real abandonment, mummy issues, yeah. is a, and daddy issues, and is basically a big baby. So. He kills people emotionally mm. and then tries to make it out like actually he's the hero. Like it's really really interesting. Wow. Um, and it. It gets into like mental health issues. Yeah. But as a superhero. Yeah. yeah it's really interesting. I love that. Um, but he, Chris Brown is literally Homelander. <laughs> it's, so this Homelander guy is a danger to society. And mm. it's, he, he was, he's dangerous because of all this trauma that he's gone through as a child. Mm. Um, and he's, I guess, evil, but hides it for a long period of time. Mm. Um the, his his reputation is shiny. People think, and and he, he works under a corporation that protects him. Okay, basically, yeah. And it starts his his crimes become so um, outrageous that they can't be hidden anymore. Like okay. he's killing people in the street, and there's recordings of it being recorded okay. on op, being uploaded onto YouTube. Um, and he's panics and is thinking, my shiny reputation is shattered to pieces. Fuck. Mm. And then people are like, oh, actually. You were right for killing him. We love you anyway. What? Yes. It's, and it's like, ah. the, the, the people, it's, it's, people are so fanatic about him and they've bought into the idea of him so much that they start defending him and yeah. they're like, leave him alone. He is a good man. Mm. He's He's got a reason to be this way. Why can't you forgive him for this thing that he's done? <laughs> it is Chris Brown. And that it's is like, so interesting. And what, hap- what ends up happening yeah. is that he, he basically almost ends the world. It's like, he's so dangerous because once he realizes the power that he has yeah. by in be- he's like they like me for me i can be me <laughs> i can still kill people and they're still going to love me once he realizes that then all hell breaks loose he starts killing wow. people in front of people and and people see it as like a her- heroic act yeah and that's 
This is the danger. This is literally, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it must be hard for like Chris Brown as well because imagine, so being, to be an abuser, you must be very broken in every other way. Yeah. But, but imagine this one part of your life that feels quite shiny yeah. and you can hold that, that, up that facade. And then there's one day where people start Picking away at it, picking mm-hmm. away. Picking away. You're gonna do your best to defend, defend it, it with yeah. your whole life yeah. because once that's gone, you're left with yourself. Yeah. And who is he outside of his career, or whatever? Yeah. And I think a lot of men are like that. I think a lot of men spend a lot of time on like um, perfecting their career, perfecting their facade. Boys are kind of like um, socialized and brought up to constantly be be a man. You're a man before you're even a boy, mm-hmm. and then you kind of jump to like being masculine and stuff like that. Yeah. And without kind of like going on that journey, it must be very difficult to just feel, be in touch with yourself. Mm. And I think men, what? It, it, it's sad. I feel like men kind of like feel things, but then make such an effort to leave their feelings behind. But that feeling never leaves you. And that sometimes, instead of being able to express that, it, it's anger for a lot of abusive men. Okay. So when they're yeah. kind of like triggered about something, yeah. they'll lash out. Yeah. Instead of being able to communicate yeah, that. Yeah. Um, um, because they've just never had a space to do so. Yeah. Um, even when you think about um how girls are like if a guy drops on the floor, like a boy will be like, Oh, get up, come on. Sort mm. of thing. Whereas a girl will be like, Are you okay? You're okay. How are you feeling? Is it fe- is it better now? Yeah. Men boys don't have that. Or even um, you know, we grew up with like fluffy pink diaries mm. and we're able to express ourselves and our thoughts and our feelings. Yeah. What do you guys have? Yeah, yeah. They don't have that. Um, I think self-care seems to be very catered to women. women. Yeah, 100%. Um, not men. So you're, you feel like that is a big part of the reason that abusive men yeah. become abusive? I think so. For sure. Yeah. Um, but I, it's, it's still not an excuse for I me. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, if you've not been, everyone goes through bad shit. Yeah. If you've not been given the space to explore those things yeah. and heal through them, yeah. then you lash out. Yeah, and you become, but uh, uh, to lash out in an abusive way is particularly unique. Like Mm. that's just that's very much. It is. I'm not saying it's not justification for abusive men, but I feel like there's some there's an added layer for abusive Mm. men. An angry man, I'm like, yeah, yeah, a man that doesn't have to communicate. Yep, a self sabotaging Mm. man, um, a rude man, whatever. There's so many versions. I'm like, yeah, Mm. you just don't have to express yourself. You're never given a, a space to do that. But to become actively abusive. Towards women mm. That's It's wild isn't it Obviously everything Comes from somewhere Yeah so it's like, Why are you abusive Oh so he women? I remembered sorry Chris Brown I think Mummy his, issues Yeah his mum His dad Or his grand Oh his stepdad Was abusive to his mum Yeah And, he, 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 and that his was, mom's quite young I think that was an, Yeah she was Yeah That was his excuse so, And again This is where I guess You know It's it's important for us to stay true to the point of the podcast. It's mm. like, don't cancel people just off, off of one thing or whatever. If that's where his story ended, it was like, I grew up in an abusive house. Mm-hmm. I picked up traits that are terrible. I was 17 and became abusive. And that's where it ended. There'd be so much more room for a conversation <laughs> yeah. here because this is something that I've, I've actually been thinking about a lot as well. Like, in theory, I think it's possible for a man an abusive man to heal and no mm. longer be abusive. Mm. But have I ever seen it in practice? I've never seen it. I don't think I have. Personally. Um, but I guess a lot of abusive men don't come out and be like, I, I'm I abusive. abusive. I want to change. I guess it's very hard. Obviously, there probably are men out there who have changed. But I just feel like it takes a lot of self-acknowledgement. Um, and you've got to drop the ego. And I guess that's the most 
most painful thing for Just, a man. That's that's to drop to the drop ego, his manhood, basically. Yeah, which has obviously been formed for years. Because mm. what does that mean? Like, how do you? There are certain titles as well that make it that are really really hard to accept. Mm. Like, there are certain things that you can tell someone they did that is like, do you know what? I'm going to work on that? Yeah. But to be an abusive You're an man, abusive man, where a violent you, man, where do you start? And I guess yeah, when you think about what defines a man, it's kind of I guess to be to be fierce. I guess to kind of be violent in a way to protect. Like how when you so where lose, is that line drawn? But where yeah, where's that line drawn? And you you should know when to actually act upon those things as well. Yeah, like not how just because be of so hurt your feelings, you don't have to hit me because of. Do you that. know what? that must be really hard to navigate? Mm. Where it's like violence and I guess anger is celebrated in it a is. certain sense as as a man. How yeah. do you navigate how and when to? I, I feel like I've met a few men who are definitely going through that and not knowing how to and when to use it because they see it as I'm being assertive because that's what women want. Yeah, and it's like actually you're being abusive. Yeah, you're being abusive. <laughs> yeah that's so true. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they I, I, I've seen it where I genuinely know that they think that they are asserting. You know boundaries or like um, mm. just laying down the law a little bit, and you might there's a world that you might in their world they're hoping that you're going to be like, ooh, he's laying down the law. Yeah, this is what a man does. That's what abuse though is. It's very it's very complex and very confusing. So yeah. I think I've definitely because I've been in an abusive relationship as I've probably said so many times. Yeah, but it's part of my identity now. But um, like Good so for example, me. when I was with <laughs> no, it's not my identity. <laughs> But like, you know, it took me a minute for that to register. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's hey, like, yeah. all I right, know what love. you mean. Um, but wait, <laughs> sorry, it's actually funny. <laughs> sorry, it's not funny, but I'm just imagining someone listening and be like, all right, yeah, all right we like, fucking get it. it. I don't think anyone would respond. You have to be mad to respond like that. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I get it. Go no, on. I've definitely listened to things sometimes like, I know we that about you it. already. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Stop. I'm so dead. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, but I've had that where he might be like, oh, I'm picking you up from this place after the party. Some, mm. Like to him, it might be like, but I'm being, what? obviously these abusive state, probably not. But like that might, for another person that f- might feel like, oh, he's protecting me. He's being me. a man. He's picking me up. Yeah. Sort of thing. That's nice. And maybe as a man, that's what he's meant to be doing mm-hmm. as well. But because of the layer of layers of like, you're actually abusive. No, you're controlling me. You're controlling because you're not allowing yeah. me to make my own way home. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You're taking my my, my autonomy, yeah, my choice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and my freedom to maybe travel somewhere else. And also, I don't know what in what world anyone should like that type of communication. What? Why? Why not ask me? Like, but do you know, would you like me to pick you up? But I think sometimes for like men, they're kind of taught to be leaders, so it's my it's kind of like a grand gesture of like I'm picking you up. I get what you mean. You know, it's not. It's not. That I don't get you, but I'm just saying like. It would be easier for them if they just ruled that out. Yeah. <laughs> and allow, because something like that, the grand gesture is still as grand mm. to be like, babe, seven o'clock, do you want me to pick you up? Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. That's just as grand a gesture yeah. as I'm coming at seven. <laughs> like, you don't have to tell me. You can ask. I guess, yeah, it depends on the person though. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I would like that. I'm, like, I'm picking you up. I'm like, oh yeah. But in that relationship, I'll be like, oh my God, I'm so anxious because mm. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's true. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm thinking as I speak. But yeah, mm. I guess there is a world where if I really was in someone trusted them with my life and they were like, 
I'm going to be there at 11 to pick you up. It's nice, isn't it? But I still, unless I told you 11 is when I'm going to be done. <laughs> yeah. well, I, was, I would still <laughs> be like, mm, yeah. ask me. But it anyway, depends. yeah, it, depends. it does. I get what you're saying anyway. But yeah. yeah, if we were to take away abuse in life, things would just be so much more easier. Mm. Like even when you think about consent and stuff, because it's like, I get how consent is confusing. But if you weren't abusive, then it would be fine. Yeah. I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's a confusing thing to navigate because it, it what basically what you're saying is that it all depends on the context. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I think that's, yeah, I think that's the bit that a lot of abusive men, these, when I say abusive men, I mean like abusive light men. Mm. Not, not, I don't know if I should even say abusive light, but the ones who are like abusive tendencies as opposed yeah. to like actively abusing. Yeah. It's differentiating between like what is healthy, what is not, what is manhood? Mm. What is controlling? Because I've def- I've had that conversation with guys where I'm like, this is controlling, and they just don't don't get it. Get it? It yeah. is complicated, yeah. Because the context very... completely changes everything. Yeah, and I think that's why we have to be so wary of like having so much of an opinion. I know we're on the different side of the spectrum with this, but like on pop culture things because you don't have the context. So you, there might be someone out there who's never experienced abuse, no idea of it. They just hear that Chris Brown, fantastic musician, hit somebody when they were 17. He's now 30-something. That's all they have. Yeah. So technically, yes, come on. He's made a mistake. Let's move on. But you don't have the context of his history. Is he more prone to this? Mm-hmm. Has he done anything since? Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what is he doing now? Yeah. Like, no, nobody knows. We know we know Chris Brown as a musician. Yeah. Not as someone in our proximity like that. Yeah. So there's always so much we can comment on. Yeah. Um, and, and No, sorry. Defend him. Actively you're defend him with no facts. Without, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I will always be actively scared of any woman who hears an accusation like that mm. and doesn't have follow up questions and just jumps to defending the defending. Person. Yeah, that's scary. Sometimes just don't have an opinion. Say so, nothing. Obviously, we have a podcast now, so I comment on Chris Brown. But you know, even my dislike for him, I don't go around. I'm, I'm not evangelizing. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not saying like, yeah. oh, hate Chris oh, Brown. Let's da, da, da. all hate him together. I don't talk about it because yeah. I didn't. It's so funny because before I didn't even like him, I didn't even have the context that he hit Karuchi again. Mm. Uh, my my resentment was from the Rihanna thing, and I thought, oh yeah, I'm tapping out. Of yeah, this. yeah, that's yeah. it. But people are just so hot. yeah. I just find it fascinating. Why would you actually want to defend all for the like of music? But yeah, as you said before, I don't think it's just music. It can't be. But yeah, the the layers that I really I doubt anyone listening to this mm. is a Chris Brown defender. You'd be surprised. <laughs> But I, I would like I would like to challenge I hope one does listen I would like to yeah. challenge Someone who actively Feels to defend him Or has felt to defend him mm. To think about like What it is that What it is that might be going on On another level for them In their mind mm. As far as like What it is that you think Is reasonable to demand from a man What what kind of behaviour You think is reasonable To receive from men in your life What kind of behaviour is it That you experience in the men In your immediate life Because you're right that we've normalized uh, a certain level of like meanness mm. from men. Mm. And it's really, really hard when that's kind of all you experience yep. to even dare to dream and believe that you could have better. Yeah. Like even I can I can relate to that. Like growing up, I feel like my experiences with boys were so complicated. And like um I was talking about this recently with my therapist <laughs> about how like I've as a child I I, I experienced rejection from black men a lot mm. because I was a dark skinned black woman mm. um 
And I almost under, I would empathize with them Because I feel like I used to have loads of people Who liked me in school Who would mm. be like I like you in secret Because if I liked you publicly People would laugh at me Oh that's giving me Casey and um, Cynthia vibes From Love Island Yes Yeah it was exactly. interesting I think it was very intrigued by her but, 100% yeah, But it's yeah. like I can't go out into the streets And be like I really like this mm-hmm. dark skin babe And I experienced that a lot mm-hmm. And at the time I empathised with it I genuinely was like I get it Like I understood the climate That we lived in And I felt like Yeah I actually yeah. I'm not When I say I was never upset with them I was mm-hmm. just like I actually get it It's okay And I would I would be like We can just be friends It's fine Like I actually get it And it's because I existed In a world where it's like That that's the treatment that I received from the boys and or I say men mm. around me. So to even allow myself to think that's wrong. Yeah. It, I, I couldn't even dream you, beyond. Then you kind of become like an angry dark skin girl. Anyway, yeah. If you kick up a fuss. If about I were it. to kick up yeah. a fuss, it's a lose lose. But what existed in my reality affirmed that, like, this is the expectation. So mm. be reasonable, follow, like, reason with it. Mm. But I, it's so hard to look outside of that because I've never experienced anything outside of that. So yeah. I, I can. With this whole like abusive men and defending abusive men thing, I think it's a a very similar thing of like, have you experienced genuine kindness and the treatment that you deserve for men? Yeah. And if you have, why on earth are you not holding Chris Brown to that standard? (laughs) You probably haven't. Yeah, that's very true. You probably haven't. That is really true. That's a really good point, actually. Um, do you know what I did find really interesting? Um, how Kelly Rowland like defended Chris Brown. Yeah, same. And I she's literally well. been openly a victim of domestic abuse. Remember her song Dirty Laundry? Yeah. Like, and it's like, um What it is is it's th- that world is so incestuous. I think yeah. it was my think my theory yeah. in it. It's so incestuous and it's like you they spend so much time in proximity with people. Business has become their life. Yeah. And it's like Oh, when he's at the club, he's so kind. Yeah. Leave poor Chris alone. Yeah. They're not even allowing themselves to think beyond, you know, their interactions with him and the business yeah. into like what their core actually aligns with. And obviously there's the privilege of him being a rich and famous man. There we go. Like <laughs> genuinely, I feel it like can even, even personally, I've definitely been in proximity of like people who have been abusive but also have power. So who am I to question that? Yeah. Like loads of, I think loads of women in the industry experience experience it a lot. Where it's like, you, you, it's easier to actually turn a blind eye to get where, to where you need to get as well. Yeah. And sometimes just for the sake of peace. Yeah. Because the maj- the majority of people are always going to side with the abuser, unfortunately. 100%. Like, yeah. always. Yeah. Always. It's just so, more comfortable and easier to, yeah. Yeah. You, if you if you openly defend things that are wrong, you're going to isolate yourself eventually. Mm. And you'll become, become the minority in a group. Yeah. For sure. You might have your little group where you like you... Talk about these things But when you go into The big wild world out there No one actually really cares like that Yeah Yeah Um, It's true It's just shocking It's really sad What Sorry go on But yeah no I think with the Chris Brown thing I just always think of like Imagine And I hate to say this line But imagine that person Was like your sister That he abused Would you be so quick I hate To forgive Yeah I I hate to do that whole like Yeah In order for you to empathise You must imagine That your mum Or your brother Or your sister But I was thinking that as well Of like These people who are Actively defending him Imagine it were your family member. Would yeah. you be on the internet still saying yeah. you were seventeen? If you're Rihanna's cousin, yeah. Yeah. would you be would you be saying that on Beyonce's internet? Yeah. Of course not. You would never. And we shouldn't we shouldn't need all of these stupid hypotheticals in order to feel human emotion and, yeah. and to call out things that are wrong. Because mm. I don't need to feel emotional about Chris Brown's abuse to say that it's wrong. Yeah. I there's I've listened to Chris Brown There's been times That I'm like I'm not angry with him But he's an abuser yeah. like Do you know funny. what I mean 
I, well, I speak for myself. I actually don't really, really care. Same. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually care. I, I mean, don't think about it that often. My care has been revived yeah. with this whole nonsense. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't care. Lose. I don't think about Chris Brown. <laughs> I really don't think about Chris Brown. Yeah. But I, if anyone would say to me, oh, what do you think? Do you think he's abusive? Yeah. Yes. 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 Done and dusted. Yeah. What I want to know is like, what is the real solution here? Because it really troubles my spirit that mm. Chris Brown and men like Chris Brown have so much power in the world that we have given to them. Yeah. And as much as I'm like, oh, just, I, I get it if you just want to listen to his music. Like, I get it if you're not passionate and you just, you know, you buy the tickets. But it, it is at a certain point, at, at a certain point, something needs to change. You know what I mean? Like, mm. we can't continue to put money into the pockets of these people and give them more power to abuse. Because that's what's happened. There was a time that his career was really wounded. Yeah. He wasn't able to yeah, do shows yeah, and all of that true. kind of stuff. And with time, support and a change of narrative. Mm. I was going to say good PR, but that even that hasn't happened. <laughs> His PR has been in the bin yeah, yeah. from the, the Brianna thing, yeah. but he's still where he is now. Um, but we've got him there. Do you know what? I feel like what I do wonder in terms of Chris Brown is there a lot of like nostalgia with like us idolizing Chris Brown as children. Because I feel like if Chris Brown yeah. came out now, would would it be that dynamic? Absolutely, I think no, I like, as in yeah, the nostalgia. I, don't I agree. Think people yeah. like really like Chris Brown's music now. He he does have a few hits. Don't get me wrong, but like I feel like for a lot of girls or our age, it was all about who Chris Brown was to us when we were young. He meant something to us. Yeah, yeah. he was like the sexy, light skinned tool. R and B singer, yeah, yeah. all the moves. Obviously, we like that kind of dancing back in the day back as well. Then, yeah, back like, then it wasn't Nikki. Yeah, I saw someone say Did you, there was a video of Chris dancing, and someone said, "This is what Crash Bandicoot does when <laughs> when he when he pauses when you don't move him for too long." <laughs> and he was rubber doing up flip, um, break dancing, backflip. Oh, it was so fun! I was actually that is actually what Crash Bandicoot does. <laughs> It's so funny The dancing was a thing for us It was good We loved that shit We literally idolised him As a child So I think for a lot of people now Maybe we're identifying With that version of Chris Brown as well Because there are There are songs Even sometimes in my head Where I've um, I've listened to um, Goodbye How does Goodbye by Chris Brown go again? There's never a time To say goodbye I've listened to that before And I'm like Well it was before the abuse And I'm trying to justify it Because that song means so much to me. Mm. That it kind of defines a lot of my childhood as yeah. well. So I don't know if that that plays a part. Also, what I was thinking as well, I find the dynamic and maybe the psychology behind like celebrities and musicians and stuff and fans really interesting. Mm. It kind of feels like not an abusive relationship, but it's a bit toxic and weird. Mm. It's because like we literally idolize these people to the point where we're like selling our souls and buying tickets for God knows what prices. Yeah. Not gonna mention who. <laughs> no. But um, but then they also Put on a show for us And they so badly need us as well mm-hmm. So I find it really interesting I don't know where I'm it's going really with that It's really true, yeah <laughs> We need each other equally Clearly Yeah yeah. I mean, they need us more than we need them Like But Chris they Brown's make us music, feel like we, we need them Yeah, yeah Because yeah. I think yeah. someone was saying Like that's one of the best shows They've ever seen in their life Like, Chris Brown. Yeah And we love entertainment I, The thing is This is why it's difficult Because I I appreciate music I'm a music person Yeah I actually really appreciate The art of music Yeah And Chris Brown's music is fucking fantastic. It's fantastic. I, I can never lie yeah. about that. So I get the need and the difficulty. Like, even seeing the clips that have been going around on social media of the show, yeah. I watched I've all. been like, <laughs> I wish I was there. Yeah. 
it, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like I love I actually am a stan of Chris Brown's music. Mm. I love his music. Yeah. So I get that it's not as simple as didn't you hear he's an abuser? Done and dust him then. <laughs> Throw him away. How can you not be rid? What kind of human are you? I get it's not that simple because you actually do get something real out of him and his music. Yeah. Whoa. But I just... <laughs> Hopefully what you get is better than that. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> he's good. I, but it's like... I, I, my humanity has to come first. Mm. And I can't... I'm I'm saying this, not having, you know, worked through it properly myself to know what the answer is. Mm. But I hate that we're not trying to find one at least. Yeah. We're just so comfortable with like, you know, just fucks with him if he fucks with him then. But like, no. no. And what was it? With with R. Kelly, it took what for us to eventually say, do you know what? Like 25 years, a and whole documentary. A documentary <laughs> and a whole trail of yeah. traumatized women. Yeah. Who are still traumatized till today. For us and, and by the way, child by him. Till now, mm. there are still people that are like, I don't care, separate the musician from the art. So we're yeah. not even fully there with yeah, R. Kelly. Yeah. But at what point do we start holding people accountable properly? Mm. Does it have to be at the point that we've given them so much power? To become Homelander And mm. almost ruin the world And kill people I think it was Like I think if R. Kelly Was still popping The way he did back in the day He would still be relevant now And I think he would still be fine Similar to Chris Brown Chris Brown was not as old as R. Kelly back music yeah. yeah I think if he was still Like a huge musician I don't think he'd be Cancelled you know No I agree Yeah I don't think so I agree Yeah People put the art Before the person They do But it's just Come on now Come on Where's your art? Come on. Where's your what? Heart. Heart. <laughs> I was like, where's your artist? Honestly, yeah, it troubles me a lot. And I I don't, I wish I had something clear to say, guys, let's try and do this. Mm. I don't really have the answer, but. I do think you make a good point of maybe like exploring like your standards of men in your own personal life and mm. kind of like, I guess, relate that to Chris Brown. Yeah. Yeah, because no. I can't, I am so passionate about Abusive men. <laughs> mm. There are so many out there. And it's almost, I don't know if it's my age. I don't know if it's reality, but it feels like it's just getting worse and worse. Mm. And it's what I'm finding really weird is that um, our standards for abusive men are increasing. Like as we have more information and we know more, have a better understanding of what abuse looks like, the bar is, is raising. Mm. But I almost feel like men are getting away with more at the same time. You know what is? I think now men are very because obviously abusers are manipulative. They know all the buzzwords, so I feel like they're more maybe intelligent they know how to with their crimes a little bit more. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and um, and I think women, regardless of how much knowledge we know, we literally are dedicated to fixing men, and I don't think that's ever going to change. Unfortunately, it is even when we don't saddest... want to. I think there's still, I guess it's 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 a difficult fight to fight. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's also like. The reality of the situation that you're in, like the reality of the men around us, is compromise is required if you want someone. That's just how yeah. that's yeah, just yeah, how yeah. it seems at the moment. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm I'm incredibly passionate about weeding out like abusive men mm. in our lives because I'm just so so sick and tired of abusive men walking freely among us as though nothing has happened. And personally, as a woman, mm. knowing the trail of of hurt women that they're leaving behind and yeah. traumatized women. Like it it amazes me. I think as women, sometimes it's almost like we separate ourselves from our reality. Like 
the number of conversations that I have with people that it's like we have suffered at the hands of men, mm. but when we go out into the world, we're not. That vim just vanishes. It, it goes. It goes. Yeah, we don't yeah, hold yeah. anyone accountable. It's true. And much as much as I say this is part of my identity of like being abused before, like kind of. You wouldn't really know. Yeah. <laughs> because I guess that's kind of what happens when it, you normalize something yeah. damaging. But it's yeah. like, we need to wake up and yeah. smell the coffee because <laughs> it's us that is, ends up hurt at the end of the day. This is yeah. not something we can separate ourselves yeah. from. It's us. It's we just, are the victims. It's funny because men, I feel like men, you know, we would say like if, when a man's like cheated on when he's like 19 or whatever, you'll never forgive all whenever again. Yeah. But it's kind of like for a woman, sometimes you even become a bit more susceptible to, to the abuse. It's like you increasingly become more open because yeah. you've experienced it before. Yeah. You become more of a 100%. victim. And it's, it's scary. I've def, I've once thousand percent been in that position many times in my life where I'm like, even when a guy is not completely abusive, but a little bit abusive, I am victim to that. And I have to be so cautious of it because mm-hmm. I'm, as a victim of abuse, I'm susceptible to more abuse. Mm-hmm. Can't even lie. Like mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a weakness That's that I have in me goes. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's really important for me to date really good men. Yeah. Because once I let someone who's a little bit abusive in, it kind of just explodes. It, yes. I 100% agree worse. with you. Yeah. I 100% so, um, agree with you. I've definitely, because I think I was dating one guy when I was literally young, young, young. And he got angry and he threw a phone across the room. And I was like, oh, I actually can't be with you. No. Like, and I was proud of myself for that because I'm like, I can't even have any violence around no. me because for, for you, that's just you expressing your anger. Yeah. And I'm not saying you're abusive, but for me, it I have can't so much work. trauma. I actually cannot I can't work. do this. Yeah. Um, I oh, just, yeah. it's, it's, stuff. it's sad because it's, it's just echo chambers. I feel like we talk mm-hmm. about this stuff into echo chambers. Women who agree, yeah. listen yeah. and say, nod along. and But then we go about our lives and keep doing the exact same mm-hmm. things. And there just has to be a point that we're like, let's take control. Because otherwise it just won't change. And yeah. it, that's in our personal lives as far as like either holding men accountable, uh, not dating abusive men with even a drop like mm-hmm. you described of abusive tendencies or be it the Chris Browns and saying, do you know what? I'm not going to fucking go to this yeah. concert. Like, because we are all, ooh, we, I'm lips in the mic. We're all <laughs> agreed on this thing and we are shouting about it into echo chambers and doing absolutely fucking yeah, nothing. nothing. When yeah. people are doing, when Shaq is moving mad and moving weird on Love Island, everyone's like, oh, that's giving abusive. That's giving echo chambers. Yeah. Now we all love Shaq again. Yeah. We all said Jack is so sweet now that he's heartbroken. We don't give a heck. Like, it's all just so... It's kind of like, we even when we see a little bit of like, um, like a feminine trait or someone, a man's being a little bit more weaker. It's like, we, we're so quick to hug them and yeah. hug them close. It's like, don't worry, forgiven. And then yes. you, you don't hold them accountable for long enough and they go back in the world again and just be abusive yeah. again. Yeah. I've experienced that a lot with the guy that I was with before. There'll be times where he might be apologetic about his behavior. I'm like, don't you worry. Absolutely fine. I see you. Mm. I see you. So much so then he'll just flip out again and then probably blame me because he'll be like, you knew me. You knew, you knew who like, I am. You knew who I am. Oh like, my God. I'm like, yeah. whoa. They actually love that line. You know who I am. Yeah, you know who I am. Oh, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking know you. I'm scared of you. <laughs> I'm petrified. Literally, Get that's why out. I'm still here. Also, I love you so much. I'm going to see you. I'm oh, going to ride it out. God. And we're going to be the change people want to see. Jesus. Um, yeah, free, one big, free yourself. Free me. I'm freed. I think at the... <laughs> My prayer is at the very least Someone who is with a man Who has even 1% yeah. abusive tendencies going for him Listens to this and is like Fuck, fuck that Because yeah. something's got to give yeah. Like I'm fed up I'm fucking And there's so much up. freedom on the other side of that Yeah So much freedom I know I've yeah. spoken about that before But um, yeah start off with little things in your life Maybe detach yourself from Chris Brown 
That's a start. Because honestly, if you don't, you're going to continue normalizing abuse. And yeah. the abuse is not against Sally next door. It's you. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> you are literally enabling and affirming the people who abuse you. you. Yeah. <laughs> it is self-harm. Yeah. So maybe start with Chris Brown. Yeah, start with Chris Brown. And set a new standard for yourself in life. <laughs> is he out of London? Yeah, I'm shook. <laughs> what, we're going to pull up outside yeah. the studio? I heard, I heard my name. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I would what? literally be like, yes, you did. <laughs> you fucking did it. Your name. the keyhole. <laughs> through the keyhole. I know you. You'll be speaking through the crack. Get him, follow. Get him. <laughs> You I'm leave me some the rest. I'm calling them. Oh, no, there's beasts. They're beasts as well. They'll probably jump in with yeah, me. No, literally. <laughs> They'll please. actually jump me with him. <laughs> oh, God. Stupid, stupid. Yeah. Well, hopefully this is the last. Do you know what? We'll, I was going to say, hopefully this is the last episode. Of the Wait, no, event. because he, he postponed his. I'm um, sorry. He postponed one of the, the dates to Monday, didn't he? Really? I don't know anything yeah, about this. If you're this. a real one, you ain't going. Because this is in the morning. Or just tie up. <laughs> Or give it to me. No, I'm <laughs> Imagine seeing me on Monday like popping. On. <laughs> At the show. <laughs> you you would actually be within your rights to slap me up. If you ever if you got that on Monday and you saw me popping, you would be within your rights you know, so to throw funny. your shoe at my head. I was in um what was you know, under the influence. It was actually on my like top repeated songs, and I was like, whoa. I didn't realize. That is a banger. Sorry, that album in general, the one with Brandy, do better. Oh, how does it go? Look, we stop. I do like that song. I like Tune. Autumn Leaves as well. Tune, huh? Autumn Leaves. Oh, yeah. Do no. have the them. Drunk texting. Yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> Never listening to it again, Never though. Never listening to it again. Genuinely, though, he's on my... um. <laughs> You know that thing on Spotify where you can block a really? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. Who did I it hurts, But I don't listen. Actually, no. But the thing is, as far as activism goes, listening is literally one percent of it. Don't buy tickets to this concert. Yeah, don't I'm buy sorry. tickets. Just don't put money, <laughs> like pounds, pounds and pounds of your hard-earned money, yeah, into an abuser's yeah. pocket. There was actually, I don't know the full context, so I'm just spreading rumors at this point. But apparently, he had a after party yesterday. The day before, or this week, or whatever, and loads of black girls couldn't get in, and they were literally handpicking white girls to come into the club. I mean, according to one video I saw all, on TikTok, not at all surprising. Yeah, I saw a video of him wired off his face on coke. Really, and he looked scary. Yeah, he does so look scary. scary with his beady eyes. <laughs> Sorry, people on coke scare me. Just putting Drugs that out there. Scare me. Yeah, it's true. Oh, um, Kaz is free. She is. Yeah, she's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, poor guy. I feel sorry for her. I felt in sorry Dubai, for her. In Dubai, to be locked up in locked Dubai. Locked up in Dubai is not a joke. Yeah, that is, that like, is sad. And is whoever recorded her is not her friend for that. At all. Yeah, because that is scary And that video was ages ago. Yeah, it was like 2020. And they came and packed her up yeah. now. That's terrible. These, um, uh, what are they called? Some enforcement. What are they called? Law enforcement. Yeah, but when you go to the airport, what are they called? Um, oh, I'm going to lose me heads. Who's that security that kind of stops you? Um, oh my gosh! I'm yeah, stop. I'm going to lose my mind. For. I know who you're talking. Border force. Border force. Border force. I was like, home office. Okay. When I went to Mexico, I stopped off over over America twice, and they stopped me. And when I looked at the list of names of people they were doing security checks, Muslim, Muslim. Yeah, I couldn't. My brother, it. his first name is Ibrahim. 
every single time he goes to America, they're like random search. He's like, yeah, sure, sure it is. Sure. <laughs> We're so sure it racist. is. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a joke. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? Why do you keep asking me? <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Done. Anything else Next. to say? <laughs> and bye. <laughs> I was, I was rather cracking up when you said bye yesterday. You were like, so, bye. Oh, so it's not the end. Oh. No, not that. The episode. You tried to end the episode. You said, all right, bye. bye. <laughs> I was like, okay. I didn't even say bye. I know. It's not my said, I think I've traumatized you. Because yeah, of, the bye. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> different story for a different side. <sighs> um, guys, I just want to say, last thing I want to say, <laughs> if Rukia will allow, <laughs> is... I really hope we all are. I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, I do hope this episode has actually been meaningful. Yes. Um, and I, at least like sparked a conversation because I think there's so many people that are so passionately on one side or the other. Like mm. you'll find people on the internet being like, cancel Chris Brown, don't go. And you'll find people on the other side, defend, defend. But mm. I think the reality is a lot of us are and are very reasonably in the middle of like, I'm confused. This is bad. Yeah, what do I do? I agree. And so my thing that I'm passionate about is like, let's now use that to have a conversation, not to just sit in discomfort and uncertainty because mm-hmm. there is something really bad happening. And yes, Chris Brown is one human being. He's not the be all and end all, but what he represents is huge. And it, it's, it's enabling him And it's encouraging men To behave like him And it's encouraging you mm. To believe that you It's okay for men to behave Like, like mm. the the level of Or the number of things That are impacted By this one small support Supporting this one small person mm. Or or this one thing Is huge Um, And like I said We all experience this So much in our personal lives We all I, can't, I don't know Find me one woman Who knows Who doesn't know someone Who's been abused Yeah or has been abused himself. It's just... Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Fantastic point. I really, really agree. I think sometimes you use things like... I think even when... If you are a victim of abuse, sometimes you have to accept what's happened. Mm. But the work that you now have to do is think about how it's affecting you. Yeah. Continuously. So, for example, Chris Brown, yeah, you're so right. Like, okay, whatever. He's a musician. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. We've accepted that that's happened. Mm. He did... Hit, even if you just know about the Rihanna situation, that was in the past. Okay, cool. But how does it affect everything else? Mm-hmm. And what's the wider conversation? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really agree with what you said. Yeah, do the work. Do the work, y'all. You have capacity. I'm still gonna try and do my work because <laughs> I've got a lot. I feel like I sound like a fighter on this pod because I'm always like, I'm gonna slap this person, punch me, and it's like I you don't. You've never even had a fight. Never before. had a fight in my Shan, life. Shit. I don't know why. <laughs> It's your alter ego No literally <laughs> your fist. My alter ego is a violent <laughs> Black woman Do you know what I kind of actually get it I feel a lot of anger in my soul So sometimes like If I'm on What have I done before Like when I watched Anthony Joshua Well he's good fight Back in 2017 I'm so dead When I got home that day I was Because I was, I'm always I live in fear mm-hmm. And I was going back home And I was like Anyone tries I'm going to punch them <laughs> Him, like, and I think sometimes even when I'm play fighting, I feel like I'm serious. Really? Yeah, like I'm gonna punch you. I don't even have those thoughts. Do you know what? I don't think about fighting. Oh, and I want to call some I just harm. say stuff. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> That's my alter oh. ego. Like, yeah. Your what? alter ego is, oh, I, okay. I actually agree with that for you. Yeah, that is your alter ego. <laughs> it's like, raw. That's why you know you're not about it. I'm not about it. Raw. Raw. <laughs> why are you roaring? <laughs> I'm scary. I don't think No that's not I don't fight <laughs> Even in my dreams Like I don't Did you, sh- I, my did fight, you shat shit I just shit yeah. yeah 
hate fighting no one. I'm not fighting. As in, a fight is one of my biggest fears. Yeah. If I ever got in a fight, I'd be trembling. Same. I always say that I pray to God that adrenaline carries me if I ever have to With fight. the fight. But now I'm, I'm in a good place because I don't think I would ever fight now. But the next cycle is like, if I have kids... Yeah, that's true. That's I think a for new now, cycle someone of might, you might have to fight. Someone might hit you and be like, let me just process that. Genuinely, <laughs> if someone hit me, I'd be like, ow. Yeah. Hold on a minute. <laughs> let me. <laughs> yeah, literally. Two seconds. That is not acceptable. I'm not going to part with that. <laughs> Physical violence is not okay. <laughs> Ouch. I'm going to need you to apologize. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm getting you cancelled. Cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> And when they apologise, you didn't mean it. You just said that because you didn't want to be cancelled. <laughs> They'd be like, I can actually recommend some Netflix show called Explain. Yeah. And it'll thoroughly break down what an apology actually means. <laughs> and how to apologise properly. <laughs> Until then, X blocks. <laughs> That's exactly... I can't imagine balling my face. I even think about my nails and I'm like, I'd pierce my palms. Yeah. <laughs> my poor palms. <laughs> No, to not about someone. You have to tuck in your thumb, I think. <laughs> that feels like a really oh, weak this one. fist position. <laughs> Uppercut. No, you can't hit the face. No, the chin. That's still the face. That's even worse. <laughs> That's true. Jaw will ricochet. That's not nice. Uh, you have to go for the stomach. I'm not calling for you if I have beef. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll be like, oh, face, nose, <laughs> leg. <laughs> and by then I'm in the hospital. <laughs> Oh gosh oh, Anyway Do you have anything more to say? <laughs> no. I'm just always scared to talk about the live show But it is, it is happening It is happening And we're going to have an update yeah. next, week. next week Yeah Okay Adieu Be blessed Have a lovely Non-abusive And holy yeah. man accountable week Love you You are plenty. blessed and highly favoured Amen Toodles Bye <laughs>